0: Hey guys, welcome back to Talk with KSB, where faith meets conversation. My name is Ken. For those of you who don't know me, and for those of you who do know me, welcome back to Talk with KSB. So I took a little break, but now I'm back. Um, so you guys, before I get into like what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, the truth is like this is something that I wanted to talk about for a while, and every time that I think I get it, I always i am step back like a hundred steps. So it's always like five steps forward and like three thousand steps backward so it's been it's been a difficult I won't say journey because I'm still on the journey but like it's been it's been a not difficult road I think I've just not understood it in the way that I was meant to and I think that it just makes it difficult for me sometimes so today I'm going to be talking to you about the mistake that I made about God's love and the reason why this is interesting for me is because like I always you know when you know god loves you like it's in knowledge like okay like yeah you just know that god loves you and you too you love god because he first loved you do you understand but at the same time i think that a lot of us myself included tied god's love to what he could do for us or tied god's love to all these physical evidences of what god could do for us so like I'm going to be very honest with you sometimes like when I'm being very or feeling very frustrated or feeling very like behind or set back or not on the same playing field as other people or where I think I should be I start asking God to prove that he loves me that that was that was my first mistake I always tell God, okay, like, you need to show up for me right now. I wish I could show you guys my journal. Like, I literally write every time, I need you to show up for me now. I need your love right now. I need you to show me your love right now because I can't feel it. And obviously, I'm not even saying that God will answer your prayer and show you his love or make you feel his love in in a specific moment. But I kept asking to feel his love because a part of me genuinely believed that his love was a feeling. And I feel like that's the first mistake that people often make with God's love, that it's a feeling. Like, I'm not saying that it isn't, and I'm not saying that it cannot be portrayed as a feeling sometimes. Of course, yes, because obviously God is compassionate, and God knows that we need that sometimes. But at the same time, I think if we fixate ourselves on it being a feeling, we'll always be discontent with what we think about God's love, or what we think God's love is for us. So I think I spent a lot of time trying to, have the feeling, or if I was upset, or I felt like something, things were going wrong in my life. I want to feel God's love, if that makes sense. I I subject myself into like this little black hole of tears, and just asking God, like, where are you now? I can't feel your love. I can't feel you, and I'll just get so upset. And I'm just like, ah, God, you're yeah, not even talking to me. You're not even like answering me, and I'll just feel like God doesn't love me. I know He does, but in that moment, I can't feel that god loves me and then it becomes really interesting that whole back and forth of i know god loves me but i can't seem to feel it and so because i can't seem to feel it does he really love me like does he really really love me so that's the first mistake i made and for anybody that is in that position or in that space my second mistake i think will help you understand how to go about like approaching god or approaching your feeling of not being loved by god now the second mistake that i made about god's love was that god's love is tied to the things that he gives us now no doubt that obviously god wants to give his children the best and god wants to give you your heart desires or you know abundantly above what you can ever ask think or imagine oh his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts yes all well and good like i'm not even going to lie like yes go for it but at the same time, I think that my other mistake that I made was tying God's love for me to things. And when I did not see the things, it frustrated me because I would not understand how God's love could be if I couldn't see it, how God's love could really exist if I couldn't see it in the way that I thought it was going to come. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I equated God's love for me to the way things happened in my life. So if something bad happened in my life, I start to question whether God really loved me or I start to question how much of God's love I was really experiencing or could I experience more of God's love? What could I do to experience more of God's love? And I, obviously now I'm really beginning to understand that that's a very, very big mistake and that's a very, very warped way to look at God or warped way to approach your relationship with God. If your relationship with God is primarily on the basis of okay yeah God loves me and so because God loved me he will give me this thing, you will never be satisfied in your relationship with God because your relationship with God will always be on a give and take basis. And your every like your loving him will be on a it will be on a like um how do I explain it on like a what I do So I get, so you only serve God because yes, okay. I serve God because I love him. And I know that if I serve him, he will give me this thing. So, um, I was watching Transformation Church today and Pastor Charles said something. He was like, we give not because we want to receive, but we give because we want to give. And I just feel like it's the same thing with, like, with God as well. Like sometimes in our relationship with God, we equate God's love to things. And so we only serve him because we want things. So the second mistake in response to like the first two mistakes, I realized that the simple solution is actually the gospel, like the simple gospel. And I won't even lie to you guys, me personally, as a person, I spend a lot of time reading the Old Testament. I I just dwell in the Old Testament, like, wow, like the personhood of God, the holiness of God, you know. But I really ran away from the New Testament because I felt like the New Testament didn't um not that maybe i don't even know how to explain why i didn't read the new testament i just never did because i just think that didn't offer as much insight about god in the new testament than in the old testament but one thing that i really realized and i really wish i had learned earlier but i think obviously everything is in due time and due season is that god sending jesus is the primary example of his love and if we don't understand that we will always be in a back and forth with God because we've equated God's love to other things than the primary thing of him sending his son to die for us and I feel like because a lot of churches and a lot of places have then over the gospel we then get into this position where we don't really understand you know that the simple gospel or this primary thing is that God loves us so much that he sent his son god loved the people that didn't love him back and i feel like when we start to really think and dwell on the fact that god loved the people so much that he sent his son the people didn't love him back the people didn't know what he was doing the people didn't know how much of his this was for him that he still said you know what i'm still going to do it One thing that I find interesting is that God already was going to send Jesus from like Genesis. It's in Genesis that God was going to send his son. Um, I think it's like Genesis 3. It's a really nice way to read the Bible. I, I think it was Jackie Hill Perry that gave me that illustration. And I was like, wow. But just think about it. The whole of the Old Testament happened and God did not still send Jesus. So I'm thinking like, what a great sacrifice that it took such a long time for god to be like okay i'm finally ready to release this sacrifice onto you people you understand what i'm saying so you can i i just want you to kind of have that picture that imagery of what it was like for all of that for all of that to have happened for Jesus to want to send, I said for Jesus, for God to want to send his son and how long it took and the great sacrifice that it was that Jesus is the son of God, like the legitimate, like the actual son of God, how the Trinity works. I genuinely don't know, but yeah. And I think that because I spent a lot of time not trying to read the personhood of Jesus because some, let I me mean, I'll be honest with you guys, like it's, there's no shame here. Okay, there's no shame here. But, like, I spend a lot of time studying God and the Holy Spirit. Those are two two um, characters or two... I don't want to call them people because they're not people. But those are two... Huh, the, those are the two, two Godheads of the Trinity that I understand. I understand Jesus, but I think that I haven't spent enough time learning, n- n- number one, why he needed to come. Number two, his... impact of his coming and number three appreciating his coming and i think that the fact that i don't appreciate his coming is making me making it difficult for me rather to really appreciate god's love for me do you understand and i think that that can be anybody else's problem with understanding god's love understanding god's love starts with understanding that jesus had to come and jesus's coming was the greatest thing like jesus's coming was the greatest thing And I think that when you get to that level of understanding Jesus is coming, what then happens is that you then do things for God, not because you think that God is going to do something back for you. You can then seek the kingdom of God because like it has nothing to do with what you do. Do you understand? Like God's love has nothing to do with how you live. Do I say how you live your life? No, God's love has nothing to do with all the things that you do for god god's love is there and it's standard it's a given it's jesus already died for your sin so that love is there you know when we share the grace um and you, I was looking at it the other day. Well, not the other day, maybe like during summer. And you know, the Bible says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Father, and the sweet fellowship of the blessed Holy Spirit. And every time I think about that, it's so interesting. I, I always think about it, but I think it never does resonate in my head. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? The grace that we get to live our life knowing that Jesus has already died for our sins is grace. And the grace covers I'm not saying that you can live your life anyhow but grace covers and because of that grace you know you can live your life knowing that wow Jesus has done this great thing and that grace of Jesus Christ is the love of God like it, it's, it's it, it flows it flows into each other the grace of God the grace of Jesus the grace of Jesus is coming the grace of the blood of Jesus is the evidence of god's love for us as per jesus came in god came in human flesh and died for our sins literally died for our sins and i feel like what that then is the grace of our lord jesus christ is the love of god and because of the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god we then have the sweet fellowship with the holy spirit and thinking about that now it just makes me appreciate what jesus did more i feel like a lot of people underestimate what Jesus actually did because we focus on after Jesus left, we got sent the Holy Spirit. And you know that God is still the one that sits seated on the throne. Oh, God, have mercy. And then you have, oh, like Jesus died for our sins. Yeah. And then, you know, when Christmas comes, we get all pumped like Jesus was born. And then Easter comes, and then we're like, wow, the resurrection story. And then after that, it just kind of dies down. And then obviously, I know personally, as somebody that does a podcast, like I spend a lot of time trying to teach, teach what the Bible says and like, like understand the truth and whatnot. But I realize that sometimes I just underestimate and overstep, like overlook what Jesus did. And I think that it is even showing up in my own life and it may be showing up in your life, your own life. So I'm trying to cultivate the habits of You know, remembering what Jesus did every day, remembering what Jesus did and remembering that that is God's love, whether or not I pass school, whether or not I get the job at the big firm, whether or not my life starts to look like what I want it to look like, whether or not, you know, I get the things that God I'm asking God for, whether or not those things come to pass that God loves me. And because God loves me, all these good things, whatever they are, I don't know. But all these good things will happen like things will happen for my good. Do you understand? That that's what that's what I'm trying to, you know, teach myself. And I hope that you'll be able to teach yourself as well, or you'll be able to understand, or you'll be able to, you know, apply in your own life. In what way have you overlooked the birth? the death and the life of jesus in your own life that you have not been able to appreciate the love of god in, in its entirety and wh- how have you equated lo- god loving you to either jesus or have you equated it to things have you equated it to things that you can see do you understand oh it was it, that just on on this note i was reading the bible the other day and i was just thinking about how um faith you know in today's culture seeing is believing but faith requires you to believe before you even see and i'm just thinking about how we didn't see jesus we did not see him on the cross we're not seeing him dying for our sins but before we can really see the evidence of that we need to first believe that it happened we need to first believe that it's true we need to first believe that he came he did it then we start to see the evidence of that and i think that that's where we kind of stumble we know that it happened but we haven't really challenged our belief in it and i think that's what i want to get you guys into today which is so fascinating because i was praying today and the word that was dropped in my heart while i was praying was truth truth and i started to ask myself the question what is the truth what is the truth and honestly speaking i was just watching a video right now that led me to the point of this podcast i was just watching a video right now and the and the the guy was talking about how like we don't recognize that jesus coming to die for our sins is god's love and then i realized that that is where i've missed it like that is where i've been missing it i've been missing it in the sense that i've equated god's love yes i know that jesus came to die for my sins yes i know that jesus coming to live you know die you know is god's love but i've also equated god's love to things that i can see but especially school i'm not even going to like school and work like i i'm not even going to pretend I'm safe like oh there's some other areas of my life no i'm still quite young so like those are the things those are the areas of, of my life that are really important to me right now and when i don't see the evidence quote unquote of god's love in those areas i start to really think like what really is the truth what really okay yes god loves me but like why can't i see that love in this my academics but the truth is that even if i never see the grades that i want to see hopefully I do, but even if I never see the grades that I want to see, that does not negate God's love for me, even if people on the outside will question, like, why didn't you do well, or, you know, people come at you with with energies like oh why didn't you do well or ah, you could have gotten that job aren't your mates doing this a comparison they'll compare you me I'm Nigerian so I know that they will compare you they will say lots of things ah, didn't your older sister graduate with this or didn't your friend go and work in this place why aren't you doing this like they will come at you with all sorts of everything I know and within families too they'll say your cousin isn't your cousin doing this, or isn't your um your third auntie from your mommy's left side, daddy's auntie? Isn't she doing this? Why aren't you doing this? And they will come at you with all of these things that will really make you question whether oh, God, are you really loving me? Because everybody out here is like saying all these type of things, and they're making me feel bad, and they're and they're making me question whether you're really for me. And I know because I've been there. But the reality is that god loves you whether or not you see those things there was something that my friend said um in second year and she said lord will not take me to heaven (laughs) and i laughed i laughed when i saw it because the reality is that it's true like obviously the bible says that everything that you do do it as though you are doing it unto the lord so obviously yes read and read your exams well but like even if like you don't pass that degree at that point in time god forbid not you even if mr c does not pass the degree at that point in time does that does that negate their salvation whether or not they whether or not mr c passes or whether or not mr x gets the job or whether or not you know mr y goes to the place and gets the the job i don't know what else what other examples to use or whether mr c finds the woman of his dream does not negate God's love for them, does not negate their salvation if they have received it, does not negate what Jesus came to do, does not negate the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I feel like because I have overlooked all these things, I've not been really able to understand and appreciate because I've equated God's love to all these other things. So yeah, it was just something that I really wanted to share about like the mistakes I've made about God's love. Obviously, I'm still learning, but I think that that is the main foundation. The main foundation is what Jesus came to do. And I think that when we begin to understand, that when we begin to appreciate that, we then live our lives knowing that everything on this earth does not even match up to what Jesus has already done. And everything that is on this earth, there's nothing that God can give you on this earth. There's nothing that god can you know even if it's academics or work or family wise or relationship wise there's no amount of blessings on this earth that can amount to the love that god has for you and i hope that that has been a blessing to you today um so yeah have a great weekend bye